Don't don't push yourself this time, alright? I love how it's like a SpongeBob, I'm about to talk about fucking. <laughs> literally fucking. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to season two of the Gyne Waiting Room. I'm Bri. I'm Grace. And, and today we're, we're talking about sex. I was so tempted to sing then, but I really don't want to out myself. Grace is the musical theatre kid here, so she should have sang. Let's um, talk about sex, but... baby. <laughs> that was really serious, actually. Like, do you, do you guys like my singing? Anyway, no. welcome yeah. back, guys. We took a break last week um, and we're back. We're bigger. We've got a bit of rebranding going on. We love um, it. We absolutely love it. We're so glad you come back for season two. Yeah. Season one was a very short season, but... It was our first, it was our first season. We're just... We needed that to kind of be our like introduction and I feel like now we're just going to get into the nitty gritty and talk about all things that I think everyone wants us to talk about and also things that aren't spoken about enough. We want to talk about, as Grace has said today, we're going to talk, be talking about everything, sex, sexual health, women's health, all that fun stuff. Like we're going to out ourselves. We are. Me yeah, probably are. more than Grace. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just for a bit of backstory, I think we should do a bit of backstory. I'm currently single, living oh, my best single life. She is. Um, <laughs> she is loving I'm that. I'm slagging it out a little bit, I'm <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah, this is my second hoe phase now. Um, I love that for you. I'm so proud of I you. Know, I'm, so, I'm so proud of myself. Got, my sister said that she, she would bake me a cake Aww. when my body count got to 30. No slut shaming here, guys. We don't shame on no, this podcast as long as you're being safe then you do you boo great when was the last time you wrapped it up <laughs> well i'm in a long-term relationship i've literally like i can't say anything because when i had my whole phase i definitely didn't really wrap it up but just remember to piss after sex and drink cranberry juice yeah and you can get an sti test for free there just go. google sti test and a site called free help will come up but we'll get onto that to later on in the podcast. Yes, Stay tuned. Stay tuned. What I want to start this podcast off by saying is that women deserve and have the right to enjoy sex and talk about it too, not just men. Let's also, a little trigger warning. We are talking about sex, so if any of this triggers you, um, we're not going to be talking about sexual assault or anything, but if any of this triggers you, click off come back next episode because next episode is a completely different vibe yeah, very different um vibe. and we'll see you next week so keep safe drink your cranberry juice <laughs> and don't listen if it consent you. is key exactly so yeah like i was saying women deserve to enjoy sex too and should be able to talk about it as well it's not just men um who are not already following us on instagram it is at gynae waiting room and we ask lots of questions on there for upcoming episodes so if you want to get involved go for it we love having your input it's all it's like a collective family and community here we love a positive community where we share each other's experiences so thank you guys who have answered the questions and given us some info and yeah we very really much appreciate it just gonna jump straight in with the biggest one i think any women even without like chronic conditions diagnosed chronic conditions might experience so the question was basically do you experience pain with sex like during like penetration um things like that uh we got 71 percent of the people who voted said yes and 29 percent said sometimes zero percent said no which is crazy the people that did 
answer i think everyone yeah at some point i think it's just like everyone does Especially like your first time yeah that's always painful i remember my first time being so painful i was like get out of me now yeah it's not comfortable it's so awkward as well <laughs> but um you're like where do i look <laughs> yeah literally these women that did answer like also said on the next slide what conditions they do have and they had adenomyosis endometriosis internal cystitis and suspected endo or adeno or uh, like PID things like that so very PIDs, very yeah very varied things PID pelvic inflammatory disease um if you didn't know what that was which um, I have yeah which which Bri has experienced which isn't very nice either but yeah so that's kind of what the the like stats came out as um and that was out of like 28 votes uh or 28 people kind of voted on the poll so that's really interesting that zero percent of those people haven't had like no pain whatsoever kind of thing if that makes sense yeah um, it's weird isn't it yeah really strange I think like I I would probably be in the sometimes category if I was to vote um yeah I wouldn't but, say it hurts like every single no, time yeah. and not like every single position or yeah exactly you know it's, it's so dependent I definitely get like the day after yeah but I, think, I, like, I don't know if that's a normal thing yeah, like, you know, I the day I after when you're like yeah. walking a bit funny. <laughs> yeah, but also I think like that's the thing. Like we, it's not, but it's almost like our body's going through like a like after the day after. It's like the trauma because like it aches inside anyway. Like everything's yeah. sore, and then like it might flare or end up because or another chronic condition that you have. I think everything's inflamed for us anyway. Yeah. So yeah, like if you actually think about it, something's inflamed, and you're shoving something up in yeah. an inflamed area. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's there not gonna. Go. I agree yeah so I think I uh, yeah I'd be sometimes I think m- mostly it is always going to be a yes like afterwards because I think I get pain afterwards yeah. like the day after or maybe the evening like in the night after um but I wouldn't say all the time um but obviously from the stats 71 people saying yes is like a big amount and obviously that's that's it's really a big tough amount. and I I also think if you've had what i was about to say something that reminded me of that weird tiktok we were watching <laughs> which one the one with the paddle and the spiky thing <laughs> like there's you sex do, toys do. and then there's like torture toys yeah anyway yeah um i was gonna say if you're having a longer session but i remember like if we're having a playmate <laughs> I can't call it longer session. Um, if you are having a prolonged time of lovemaking with your partner, then I feel making. like it does get painful. Yeah. So sometimes you just got to use some cards to make them come quick. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's a good shout. As long as you've had like, your moment, as long as you've had you've had your orgasm, then, you know, good for you, boo. Just say daddy and they're going to come, aren't they? <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has really had this. I haven't necessarily because I think I've, initially I was very closed off about how, much pain I was in having sex I didn't really tell anyone because I thought I was bloody weird and I thought I was just like an alien um but (laughs) you are yeah you're out of this world (laughs) how does your pain affect your relationship with sex well some people said they avoid it um they have reduced intimacy between them and their partner which is obviously really tough they have a loss of sex drive because of the pain so they've kind of been put off of that which is pretty fair enough um affected communication between them and their partner growing apart um and never really feel up to being the one to initiate it because you don't want to obviously put yourself in that pain um 
I think they're all like 100%. really valid I feel like, answers. I feel like with the whole sex drive thing, like sometimes I can have like the highest sex drive in the world. Yeah. The other days I'm literally like, don't even touch me. But yeah. I feel like I just go on a, I'm like on a constant roller coaster. Like sometimes I can literally be like 12,000 times a day, all day, every day. And yeah, other days I'm like, same, stay yeah. the fuck away from me. Yeah. I think also, like, let's remember that a lot of us, who have like these chronic conditions or chronic gynae conditions are taking like hormonal treatments and they can also like really mess with your sex drive 100 percent. um so obviously yeah. that's you know that's a shitty thing but also if the pain is doing that like fair enough like as horrible as it is if you're going to be in pain you don't want to want to put yourself in pain and it just sucks that's something that should be really enjoyed it's like putting a damper on it because the pain you just yeah you don't want to be in pain which is tough do you find you get more in the mood yeah around your period yeah so obviously I don't really yeah, have, I don't I don't really have a period so I wouldn't really know oh, yeah, that's true um but I'd say when I even like despite not having a period I still feel like I go like maybe through like a week every month where I'm like a lot more like stressed a lot more like angry a lot yeah. more like you have like PMS yeah, literally um and I think like when I bef- before when I had periods I would I would get more horny like 100% but I feel like now... I love how you just said it and I was like <laughs> yeah, avoiding yeah. come on like we're just we may as well um yeah, that's true but um I, yeah obviously I can't I can't really comment because I don't really have a yeah. period so that's hard I'm kind of the same like I get I kind of do have a period but I kind of don't I get like a really weird like me and G were talking about this the other day mm-hmm. is because I'm like kind of due on my period now if I was to have regular periods and I just get like the same symptoms every every month like I literally get like insanely constipated like mm-hmm. I get like my stomach gets so bloated to the fact that I literally can't wear anything I'm like so hungry like I would literally everything in sight and then I get like really weird like UTI symptoms but I don't mm-hmm. have a UTI yeah. and I get that like every month so I feel like that is like my period and I get it like literally bang on yeah but I don't really yeah. get but like, when I'm in that time I'm literally like I literally couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah, that's fair. And I think, like, it's so varied for everyone. Um, yeah, it's it's so tricky. Like, going on to the, um, like, affecting, like, your relationship, intimacy, in, yeah. like, a relationship, growing apart, like, communication being tricky. Obviously, I've heard a lot how it has almost, well, it has broken relationships because... 100%. It's such an intimate thing. And if you can't do it, it almost, like, takes... What can you do that's intimate? But I think going on to like the next thing which is talking about making sex more comfortable and enjoyable hopefully you'll be able to take some tips and kind of find ways that you can still be intimate and have that connection with your partner or whoever you're you know sleeping with if you've got a good sexual partner or like partner or what whatever I like whoever you're sleeping yeah. with I feel like if you've got a good relationship with them and you're on that like emotional level like if it's just the one night stand they're not going to understand no, do you know what I mean exactly, but like yeah like obviously G's been with her boyfriend for three years almost three years yeah. almost three years so they have that really good communication that they can like communicate with each other and I feel like that's kind of really key to have in any relationship but yeah. especially in a chronic illness relationship Definitely. because like it might just be blowjob week you yeah know? exactly exactly and I think that's that's such a big thing I think it's and also don't feel like you can't communicate that with your partner like if you can't communicate that with your partner it's just like that's not fair on there you needs to be more them. there yeah. needs to be more conversations to be had yeah definitely so you should be able to communicate that with your partner and obviously it's hard because not everyone if your partner is a male how are they going to understand they don't even have a period so they don't understand even 100%. like a minuscule of what the pain can feel like but you know even just trying to like I 
I use metaphors <laughs> so that can help almost like trying to put them in your shoes um look at grace with being smart with our metaphors I know. I know um but yeah so I think that's kind of a lot to take on board just definitely just communicate 100%. um and even if it is affecting that communication it's just taking a step back there's other ways to communicate how you feel like writing letters um even just not just taking a step back from when you're having a conversation about it coming back after you've both had time to think about what you're talking about but I'm not a relationship counselor I'm just trying to give some advice um (laughs) we're not trained yeah Um, (laughs) going on to like making sex more comfortable and enjoyable people gave their kind of tips what they what they tend to do one of the biggest ones I think that I use is pain relief prior to doing the deed (laughs) pop a bit of oromol <laughs> before you have sex it'll just be pop relaxed. A bit after <laughs> yeah exactly i mean we don't, we don't don't we don't, don't do that we don't condone taking drugs unnecessarily but if it's gonna if you are in pain you're having a flare but or like you think that this will lead you to a flare just make sure you time your pain relief in to be before then or just you know it's just like taking a paracetamol before you go and get an ear piercing like that's same same line of did thought. you seriously take a paracetamol when you got no, your ear i didn't but that's what they told me <laughs> Uh, me and Grace have got matching cats. Please. Um, um half butterfly. And everyone's like, why is it only half? <laughs> Hopefully you guys understand. Um, um, but I also think positions are yeah, so Yeah, that's another key. one people like, have said. Like they said like, like the whole like legs up behind your head. Oh my god. That gosh, feels yeah. great. Yeah. But why like, would you do that when you're in pain? Like like that's not gonna last long. No. Like probably like two pumps, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is painful. It's deep as like, well in that position. Like it goes in deep. So like that is like, gonna that make you hits feel worse. Your service. Yeah, literally. That's gonna make so, you like, feel worse. So like being on top, being on yeah. top, although like I don't mind it, but I'm a bit lazy sometimes. Yeah, I'm lazy as well. Um fuck. but like you can kind of control it a yeah, little bit. Like, I find it's a lot less painful when you're like in control of it. So if that's yeah. if that's something that you could do, then like great. I mean, you don't have to be on top to be in control of it. There's other positions that you can be in control of. But like of it. missionary as well. Yeah, I'll leave you. you I'll like... leave it to your imagination what positions that you could use to be in control. But you know, there is uh, there are others. So you don't always have to like put so much effort into being on top because that's bloody exhausting anyway. Um, but oh, doggy, doggy. Okay. Grace um, loves a bit doggy. I don't. It's actually really painful, like the other way. I know, like, especially like when, when they're, they're doing it, like, going for it, like yeah, oh, when they're doing it, like that's like, that's too much. Slow down. But if you can be in control of it, then actually it's not that bad, and it's a lot more enjoyable and less painful. Um, a hundred percent. As somebody said on the Instagram um, question box, that I put up <laughs> on the Instagram <laughs> on on our Instagram question box, that I put up. Um, they said basically that not all girls are contortionists and i think that's very true preach that to the gods because we're not i'm quite flexible though but because i'm oh, double jointed yeah i'm a bit like that as well because i can like kind of put my bodies in yeah. different ways also another one that is really painful is like spooning when you're on your back and then mm. it's like pile driving you no thanks <laughs> if you think like you're sandwiched between the like the bed or the sofa or whatever wherever you're having sex and them and the car. Like, yeah. and like there's nowhere to go so you're just kind of your body's being squished so like that's not good either for your tummy but, like you know like we might find certain positions more or less painful than you might find them so yeah just exploring your body exploring what works for you um someone said slow and gentle taking it nice and slowly gently like obviously going rough is going to be uncomfortable sometimes anyway for anyone it's just having the but right... sometimes you want it rough yeah but sometimes that, you want to be uncomfortable <laughs> 
<laughs> sometimes you want that um another person said um kind of having it in like a comfy safe space somewhere that you feel comfortable and you can like chill out like your bed afterwards yeah like your comfy bed at home I think like aftercare is something that's not spoken about and like I feel like the only place that it's really spoken about is TikTok like I've seen so much about like aftercare on TikTok like yeah honestly if you've got a boy that you've just he's just literally ruined you ruined your vagina and then he goes downstairs and like makes you a cup of tea and gets you a drink and like runs you a bath like that like aftercare is just so fucking important like having a cuddle like after you've had sex that's so fucking important like it's not just about like the moment of like the penetration and the joining of the two bodies it's about like the whole experience yeah the foreplay like i feel like foreplay is so important as well like if things aren't if things aren't ready down there yeah, and you're going to exactly. put something in there, there's gonna be, you're going to get friction burns. More pain. You don't want that. Yeah. Like, if your body isn't ready, like, for that, it's going to cause you more pain because you'll be stressed about it and you'll be feeling really tense 100%. and therefore leads to flare-ups and pain, bouts and all of this kind of fun stuff. Um, 100%. But, yeah, and I think, like, a big one is, like, like we've, like, kind of touched on already is just going back to that communication. Communicate with your partner. Try try different things. Yeah, 100%. See what works for you. Um. And also, like, we'll just add this in here because I feel like it's a good, a good swift add-on is introduce some toys into your sex life. Like, why the fuck not? Sex like, toys are not nothing to be embarrassed no, about. Exactly. Like, I remember growing up and being like, Haha, sex yeah. toys, like, finding it so funny. And genuinely, like, I would, I would love to know the percentage of people that actually own sex toys. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I because think, like, I feel like most people my age own a sex yeah, toy. Our yeah. age own sex toys. Yeah, literally. And I think like it can improve like it, you can use it in, on your own you can use it when you're with other people yeah like, it's and it can like not on your own it improves like your own self-love and like you're being intimate with yourself literally and, like, like yourself time to have like a good enjoyable a massive stigma like i hate this one it's so taboo like no one talks about it yeah like you will hear men talk about like oh the fucking wanker had last night oh yeah, exactly fucking yeah. wanked over yeah. this but if as soon as a girl mentions like anything to do with that like yeah. masturbation yeah they're like oh, that's gross like yeah no, like how normal. could a girl do that like i remember at school like when i first obviously not, when i was like 16 when i first started like you were 15 come on <laughs> when i first started wanting to do that kind of stuff and like exploring my body a bit more like I did not talk to anyone because like everyone around no, me was neither. like, oh my God, imagine doing that. Like, so I just didn't say anything. Like I just acted like I didn't do it. And like now being a bit older, I really like literally reflecting back. It's like, who the hell cares? Like it's part of like finding your body. Finding we literally tell you. each other. Literally like that we had <laughs> a good wank. <laughs> but it's normal. Like, it normal, and that's what yeah. really pisses me off is that like a guy will be the first one to be like, yeah. oh, had a fucking wank last night and you're like great yeah exactly but like as soon as a girl mentions like i yeah i got my toy out last night yeah they're like ew like that's not gross as long as you're fucking cleaning it exactly yeah i think that's like you've got to know what you like to yourself to know what other people can do to make you enjoy sex more definitely and i think also that helps like your confidence as well so if you've 100 if you've been doing things just in your own company then it will improve your confidence and like decrease your stress when you do go into situations where you are having sex with other people or you're you know whatever that is penetration or I also feel like another another thing that helps pain is a lot of people say don't go for a wee before you have sex because you know it can 
be more intense. Yeah. But generally, I hold my piss and then I have sex. It's so painful. Yeah. I don't know if that's the same for everyone else, but I know they say like to hold it and you'll have a better orgasm, whatever. Yeah. But like honestly, like if it's the point of you just worrying that you're not going to have as good as orgasm because you yeah. haven't pissed. Yeah. Honestly, like just don't do it. Like don't put no. yourself through that because you're still going to enjoy it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you're with the right person and yeah, you know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, don't fake it, girls. Like, no, if you didn't come, know. tell them you didn't come. Like, I, mean, I think we've all been there. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally all the time. But like, yeah, because then they get a big head and they're like, I'm exactly. Like, like, no, you didn't. Think, you run my flats for ten minutes. Like, especially if you're in like a relationship where you, you're going to be having sex with them a lot. Like, you don't want them to think that you're just orgasming. Like, orgasm. Orgasming <laughs> every time. Orgasm bling. <laughs> I love orgasm bling orgasming every time that you have sex and you're actually not you want them to know what what's good what pleases you because you're pleasing them so why shouldn't they please you 100% you want them to do that the the duo we also asked about like have you ever found it difficult to talk about um like sex because of like the taboos and stigmas around women being open about it and I think it was 94% of 25 people said that they have found this the rest the other other six percent said no um, just because they feel open and happy to talk about it. Um, but some of like the comments that people said were they felt that they couldn't talk about it too much because they had a different body shape, like not the perfect model body shape kind of thing. Um, and and obviously Everybody's like beautiful. so re- yeah, so relatable. Like, but everyone is beautiful. Um, I feel like you're ma- always going to want something you don't have. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's that's like the biggest thing, really. And then the next, I think thing- you can look at someone that's like twice the size of you like either way and be like I love their curves I wish yeah. I had curves like that and then you could look at someone like literally like that is really really thin and be like I wish I was that thin but like you don't know what either of those two people are going like going yeah, exactly, through in their yeah. heads and yeah, I think that exactly. like 100 percent um I think you've got to like remind yourself that when you're having sex with someone, like they've picked you yeah exactly like, 100%. If, like they've yeah. picked you and they want to have sex with you like and I know yeah. that's really hard because I find that really difficult. Like, there's so many girls out there, like, why me? Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, like, they're picking you. Yeah. And you just kind of got to remind yourself. find you sexy. So I think also, like, to, f- to feel like you can't talk about it because of that, um, that's not on you. That's on the people that you're talking to. Like, if they're judgmental people, that's on 100%. them. Like, that's not on you at all. Like, they probably have their own insecurities and they're just, like, reflecting it back on you. So just ignore, delete. And, and then... On exactly that was inspirational <laughs> move on um and then another person <laughs> said that they do feel like especially like awkward or it's difficult to talk about it around people who don't experience pain or discomfort with sex because uh-huh. they'll be like oh why don't you enjoy it as much as I do like kind of thing so obviously that's really tough as well yeah 100% um, because like yeah I think like that's such a big thing like I said like when I first started having sex and obviously the first times I think painful for anyone but then when it kept being painful I was like what is going on this is not right and I didn't tell anyone um literally I felt like people would be like oh no it's meant to be fun like what 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 are you doing wrong um so I think it's just you know that's I think that's such a valid way to feel but also at the same time you'd be surprised how like just from doing this and I know these people who did vote do have like gynae conditions or conditions like chronic conditions but 71 percent of 28 people said that they did experience pain and no people said like no people said no there was zero percent of people said they don't yeah. have any pain um so that's just I think to keep like if you ask any of your non 
endochronic illness friends mm. I feel I feel like they do like if I have a message about this man be like do you have pain when you're upset she'll be like yeah. probably yeah like sometimes like yeah it's just a, so dependent like it's dependent on like what what your like ovulation is like when your ovulation yeah, is yeah 100 like it's all about your cycle like sometimes they're going to be more painful than others for anyone um so it's just like just remind yourself of that like it you're not weird for being in pain like that's not your fault like that's it's it's normal it's so much more normal than yeah. I think anyone realizes also if you're in a lot of pain you're more or less likely to like orgasm if you're in a lot of pain so it's not going to be enjoyable for you no exactly don't do it if someone else do it for you no yeah do it for you consent always if they don't want a cup of tea don't make them a cup of tea if they said they wanted a cup of tea and you've brewed the kettle and you've put the tea bag in the Mm. cup and then you've brought them a cup of tea and they're like actually no i don't want the cup of tea they still they're unconscious yeah they're unconscious they can't drink tea exactly if you are british and you haven't seen that video like what the fuck are you doing yeah i literally (laughs) love that video that was such a good video yeah the last poll that we had was is the pain that you get during sex after sex or both during and after um and that's penetration obviously um and 80 percent of 25 people said both and 20 percent said during just during so that says a lot you 80 percent of people are having it during sex and after sex so um, i feel like i get i feel like i get both but i get more well like i feel like if we've been having sex for a long time i then yeah, get pain then it's, yeah but it's like that after like sex pain where your body is just like cramping yeah, yeah and it yeah. doesn't feel like endo pain it's no. something completely different but it's yeah. so painful yeah i think it's definitely just that like you said the inflammation is just like well yeah jesus christ like yeah it's yeah just, like it's just a lot it is a lot all right so now we're gonna pop into a little bit of a fun little activity we like our little fun activities over here and we're gonna play a little game of never have i ever obviously none of us are drinking it's a work night i've got my cranberry juice because i've got a uti (laughs) i'm gonna kick it off (laughs) i am gonna kick it off with a simple never have i ever had a one night stand yes i have um, I've not had a one night stand in the sense that I've met someone in a club and then taken home and slept with them. But I've had a one night stand in the in the fact that I've like met someone on like yeah. Tinder or something, gone yeah. on a date, shagged them, and then never met them. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I was traveling at the time and I did meet them in the club. Yeah, and I didn't even ask his name until after we had kissed. So that was definitely a one night stand. Um, and it was a bloody. I love that. I'm so proud of you. Well. Anyway, but you know, we live and we learn from these situations. Um, live, laugh, love. Never have I ever had sex in a public place oh my gosh yeah oh my gosh yeah, same. where really... where's the worst place you've had sex oh my god it was just on the campsite when i was traveling i think like it was it it was it wasn't on the like it was on a hammock in like the public like grounds of the campsite oh yeah i remember you telling yeah. me now my proudest moment was probably <laughs> tesco's car park oh my gosh in yeah. broad daylight yeah and there was just people walking past. I love that for you. I feel like we've all done it in a car park once upon a time. Like, you have to. Yeah, but you? in broad daylight in the yeah, biggest, that's, that's a lot, busiest babes. car park where yeah, I Yeah, that's a lot, babes. Yeah. Slack. Anyway. <laughs> Never um, have I ever yeah. done it on a family holiday when my family were in the next room. I haven't. Have you not? No, I have. Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. My family wasn't in the next room their family was in the next room uh, i haven't but my mm. sister's definitely heard me have sex yeah fair enough we used to live together yeah so you can't really help it can you yeah um 
never have I ever faked an orgasm. Oh god, yeah. Oh god, yeah. Like all the fucking time. I thought you wouldn't. I thought you. (laughs) Sometimes it's just necessary. Okay, like sometimes you know when you're just done and you just you just know that they're not going to be able to make you come. Like you just wait, and then when they go to work next morning, fucking whip your toy out. Yeah, exactly. You just in that moment, you just want it to be over. So you're just like, what do I do? Just got to fake it. Never have I ever used my endometriosis to get out of having sex with someone. Oh, I haven't. Have you not? I definitely have. No. Oh, I've got my pain tonight, babe. I'm not feeling it. But no. I don't actually have pain. Yeah, no, I haven't. I definitely have. Oh, my stomach really hurts. No, I haven't. Oh, That's crazy. I have. Like, That's really I think, bad, I know. But I think mostly have. because, like, this is my, like, first long-term relationship and it's been, like, almost three years. And I think, like, it would just... I could just be like, nah, I don't want it, babe. And he'd be like, yeah, neither. Like, or... Or like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. Suck me off then. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can fiddle with me, but I just don't. I just can't be asked. <laughs> I just, just want to lay here and just you can just do whatever you need to do. <laughs> but yeah. Um, never have I ever been blocked straight after a booty call. <laughs> Guilty. Oh, God. Yes, I have. <laughs> I have indeed. Um, I haven't. That yeah, has I... happened to me pretty recently, actually. Yeah, recently. really recently, wasn't it? <laughs> Never have I ever thought about someone else when I've had sex. I have, yeah. Oh my god! Not with, not in my relationship now, but like when I've like had sex in the past with other yeah. people, like flings. I've been like, oh, oh my is... god, let me think about somebody else. <laughs> it's not like I thought about someone else, but like, you know, sometimes when you're having sex and something pops into your mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, or, you, or like, it's not know, even like, like thinking about someone. It's just like wishing it was with somebody else. It's like. <laughs> Savage, yeah, but true. Like, have you ever had such a good sex dream with someone, and yeah. then you've wanted to shag them so bad? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Normally, famous when people. I was, it's weird. It's never going to happen. But, when I was yeah. younger, like eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, I had a dream that I fucked my bedpost. <laughs> <laughs> like I was riding the post of my bed. Was it good? In my dream, it was fucking amazing. Oh my gosh, did you ever try it? But my bedpost is really, no, no, my bedpost is really thick when <laughs> oh I lived at home. Oh my gosh. Ow. It was like a giant bull thing. Oh my gosh. But yeah, That's I had amazing. a dream that I fucked my bedpost. Okay, I have one. One last one, okay. I think, because I don't okay. think of any more, but never have I ever had revenge sex. Oh yeah, 100%. I don't think I have. Like, like slept maybe... someone to piss someone else off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Have I Is it she? Yeah. Probably. Probably in the past. I, I mean, don't I like. Slept. I'm not sure. I I don't know if it was like revenge, but I slept with someone very soon after a relationship. Like get o- yeah. get over someone by of getting course. under someone. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it was like revenge yeah. sex. Yeah. I don't think I've never slept with like an ex boyfriend's friend or like no. an ex boyfriend's no. brother or something. Yeah. I've never done that. Yeah. Okay, mm. so that kind of brings us on to some fun facts i found on the internet and if you haven't watched any of our previous episodes we love a fun fact we love grace loves a fact check yeah um so i've got some fun facts for you grace tell me some fun facts bry size of the penis Mm -hmm. doesn't relate to the size of their feet true or false false that is correct yeah it used to be a myth isn't it but it's not i've seen some big people with big feet with tiny penises yeah same same Here's another one. Wearing socks while having sex leads to more orgasms. True or set? True or sex? True or false? <laughs> sex. Um, false. It's actually true. Really? I need to wear some more socks. Yeah, if you, 
I know, get some fluffy ass socks. Like, apparently, if you wear socks, you have like more intense orgasms. Oh my goodness. Maybe it's because like your hands and your feet get the coldest part of your body. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Natural lube has an ingredient called squaline. Squaline? Oh, true. What animal? It is oh. true, yeah. What animal <laughs> is squaline also found in? Monkey? No. <laughs> Sharks. What? That's so Sharks. weird. Condoms are how effective? 99% effective. No. I wouldn't know. I'd never bloody use them. 98. <laughs> 98. <laughs> <laughs> they are 98% effective. Use them for, ST- for is... being safe with people who you don't know. Now, this leads me on to another important part of the podcast. We're going to talk about STIs, STDs, around that. So Related situations. Never have I ever taken an sti test i have but the doctors i have myself yeah so a few months ago the april march time after my first slag phase after i broke up with my ex-boyfriend i decided i was going to take a test so i went on this website and you do a little quiz so they sent me this little box and it had like a swab in it a finger prick test a spit test i got tested for everything and oh I was my negative. gosh That's i know crazy. it was intense Fast forward a few months to where we are now, and I've had sex with a few men recently. <laughs> um, so I've ordered a chlamydia test. It's very Love normal, it. isn't it? Anyway, it's set upstairs, and I'm going to do it tonight. But it's just sweet to say that it's so normal. It is so normal. Like, I I think you're meant to check every time you change sexual partners. Yeah, exactly. I haven't done one because I thought I had or like I had symptoms I'm yeah it's more I've done it because I've been going into doctors about my endo and they've just been like oh we're going to do some swabs anyway so it's a lot like yeah. because they seem to think that endo symptoms are just like STI symptoms um because they like to just yeah we're all raging with chlamydia yeah they just like to make out that we're just slags um <laughs> but um yeah but also it doesn't make you symptoms. slaggy no it doesn't you like, just, as long like, as like as long as you learn a lesson from it just to be maybe a little bit more safer yeah then safer safer good for you i used to be friends with a girl whose boyfriend cheated on her and got chlamydia and obviously slept with her and gave her chlamydia that's bad like don't do and that. like that's like everyone's like oh she's got chlamydia but like it was never her fault no yeah like, don't don't do that and at the end of the day like if you know you've got symptoms of chlamydia, don't sleep with someone. Yeah, until you've been tested. exactly. It's kind of just common sense. And don't cheat and then go give it to your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't do that. That's wrong. But, but honestly, like, it's not something to be ashamed of. No, like, it's not. You can literally pick up these tests from, like, Boots, Superdrug, like, all those places. But you can also literally go online, which is what I did. You go online, <laughs> I think it's called, like, Free Test Me or something, especially for the UK. You type in your area... You type in like your postcode, your address, and then they make take a little survey of like kind of the, whether you are symptomatic, not symptomatic, what symptoms you're having, mm-hmm. like how many sexual partners you've had, like have yeah. you had unprotected sex in the last like two weeks, and then they literally send it to your house and they it's send really it straightforward. So, they send it so discreetly, it's like in like a normal just like white like envelope, like mm-hmm. package envelope thing, like parcel envelope. They just take it to the post box and you post it. Like yeah, it's really not straightforward deep, so. yeah and I think that's like such a big thing you know it's just everyone does them at some point in their lives and it's better you do them than just pretend that everything's okay um yeah 100 you don't want to because if you further. leave it leave it if you leave yeah. it you know it, it will get worse and leaving things like that can 
lead to like infertility and exactly, stuff so yeah. you want to get that sorted out definitely definitely let's talk about pelvic inflammatory disease yeah it's quite an important one I think because I think it's something that's not spoken about a lot in the endo community and real life to be honest because I yeah. never even knew about it until I was an in- inpatient in hospital um thought it was an endo flare-up um ovarian propsis mm-hmm. um they did a ultrasound an internal one and it was probably the most painful in- internal ultrasound I've ever had like I literally it was during COVID as well, so no one could be with me in the hospital and it was the worst experience of my life. But this ultrasound was so painful, I was actually begging the man to stop. Yeah. And the HA was actually holding my hand and I was actually sobbing to her because it mm-hmm. hurt. Like, yeah. I don't think I've ever expe- like, experienced pain like that before. Yeah. Like, it was something completely different. And he said, like, he could see a bit of fluid on the ovaries, but, and he just said, like, I think you've got PID. And I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. Mm. so when I got back to the ward I googled it and like every single symptom of PID I'm actually going to get this yeah I just I just got the um definition um pelvic pelvic inflammatory disease is an infection of the upper genital tract including the womb ovaries and connecting tubes that most symptoms include one or more of the following pain around the pelvis or lower tummy discomfort which I had yeah discomfort or pain which I had but I thought it was my endo yeah which again I had but I thought it was endo yeah like and then pain when you go to the toilet for a pee so when you're passing urine and I have literal chronic (laughs) Chronic UTIs chronic UTIs is also a symptom bleeding between periods and after sex heavy periods painful periods discharge unusual discharge especially yeah. yellow, green or smelly. And then if, uh, some people have high temperature, feeling and being sick and severe pain. Um, and it can be caused by bacterial infections that spread from like the vagina and then goes up towards the cervix and then keeps going. Um, and that could be through like an STI or just other um, bacterial like infections, like UTIs or like yeast thrush, infection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like yeast infection kidney infections like yeah. literally and I like obviously Grace knows me really well and I think before I was diagnosed with that I was experiencing literally all of those all yeah. the time and yeah. I was actually in and out of hospital and it was just like it's your endo it's your endo and then they finally did a swab for it yeah. I had to kind of like beg for this swab like can you just try and test it yeah. and they did it and it came back and they were like yeah you have PID yeah so they what they do is they put you on a long course of slow mm. release antibiotics yeah they're nasty as I well I, was on, I remember I was on them I, I was on my course for about six weeks yeah and I literally felt horrendous but now like it kind of clears up but you can get it back again yeah um but now I'm really like my doctors are actually kind of good at the moment yeah. if I ring them with any like UTI kidney infection thrush symptoms they literally treat me straight away because yeah. but I have like I said I have chronic UTIs yeah so like I've literally either got a UTI or thrush mm-hmm. and I genuinely like I don't know what else I can do to stop it. Yeah, it's crazy, like, isn't it? I drink so much water. Yeah. I literally clean myself correctly. Yeah. Like pee after sex. There's so I pee after sex religiously. Yeah. And like I try not to hold my wee in. Like I literally, you know, and I literally have done everything in the book. I even got put on special tablets, but they mm. made it worse. Like yeah. I think it's just something that you just can't get rid of. Definitely. I think um I had like symptoms and they put they did a swab but whilst 
it was the weekend so they put me on the antibiotics and it was all a bit messed up for me really because they took me like straight off my antidepressants because I thought that I couldn't take them both together but then I spoke to my auntie who's a nurse and she was like yeah you can so I was having not only was I having like major withdrawals from the from the antidepressants I was also having like all these horrible side effects because those antibiotics are so strong and then they literally so I like that was all in like the space of like three days of just taking them um and then yeah they called me on the Monday and was like oh no like swabs came back clear I was like okay I'm not taking that anymore um but it's nasty think it's like a it's like horrible way but in the beginning did you have those sachet things it was yeah. sachet antibiotics yeah and they're basically like for use of a better term hot shots of yeah. antibiotics and they're such strong dose of antibiotics that it tries to kill everything and then you go on like the slow yeah. release ones yeah for a yeah. few days but like so I know people that have had PID that have ended up on like IV antibiotics because yeah. like it's so like it spreads oh. quickly as well if you don't realise it spreads so quickly. Um, yeah, and it like honestly, like if you have any symptoms of PID, honestly, get get checked, get yeah. treated because again, that can be something that can make you new yeah. fertile and it can it can cause exactly. other problems. So let's talk about the complications. This is all all this stuff I'm reading about it is off the NHS website. Um, so yeah. fallopian tubes can become scarred and narrowed. Um, this yeah. can make it difficult for eggs to pass from ovaries to the womb. It can increase your chance of having a pregnancy in the fallopian tubes, i.e. ectopic pregnancy. Yeah. Um, some people with PID become infertile as a result of the condition. Uh, and that's mostly if you've had delayed treatment or repeated episodes yeah. of um, PID. Um, most people are still, most people that have been treated for PID are still able to get pregnant without any problems. But obviously, if you continue to have symptoms, keep going back and try and try and try and get some help. Um, but then preventing it, you've got new sexual partners, do sexual health check, um, use condoms, um, all of that fun stuff. And yeah, just be safe. Obviously, all that guys, fun stuff they teach you in school yeah you guys can do more research on it um but I think it's definitely just be aware of it and obviously it's good to like chat about the symptoms because I feel like PID is I never knew anything about it until they said that I might have it I literally yeah same as it was, me and I didn't even know like how if it is left untreated like what can happen and I think that's why they rushed to put me on antibiotics without even knowing if I had it because they were like well over the weekend it could get like progressively worse so it's just the minute you start having all these weird sim- yeah the minute you start having all these weird sim- symptoms go get checked out like honestly keep, like keep an just eye do it weird discharge go to the doctors pain when you pee go to the doctors like all of these things. i feel like it's all like it's all things that we get but like yeah like it says if you have like two or more is it or one or more two yeah. or more things like but then like i think because i have endo and all these can yeah. be endo like i yeah, kind of just so put it down to, to endo but like it's not and like sometimes yeah. you know your body and I've said this so many times on this podcast like you know your body yeah, like, definitely. if you know something's up with your body like you go like get checked out like and to be honest like sometimes if your doctors aren't playing ball wait until after the doctor's shut yeah. and go one one yeah exactly sometimes that's the best thing to do because one 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 some doctors are very like biased and if they know that you're the one that calls up every time with this pain then they're just like oh oh it's just endo it's just endo again like leave her be yeah we'll just leave you to cope with it as you would but if you think like we know like like we said we know our bodies the pain feels slightly different discharge is slightly different you know that's not your endo so yeah go, 100%. go get it checked out um but yeah definitely good to be aware of all of these um symptoms and things cheers to pid anyway that kind of concludes our sex episode. Our sex episode. Obviously, like that doesn't mean that we'll never talk about sex again because I feel like we should. Because we talk about sex all the time. Yeah, and I feel like there should be such an open thing. I, it's, I'm getting deep here, but I'm uh, deep as fuck. 
Well, I'm getting deep. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like Grace uh, was the other night. <laughs> and girls, if you didn't come, it didn't count. Exactly. Cross that one off. If the boy can't my find body counts one. If the boy can't can't find the clip, you have every right to make a PowerPoint saying. Like, honestly, exactly just move the hand a little bit onto the actual. Yeah, no, that that works onto miracles. The... And if any boys are listening and you do engage with sex with women, then learn where the clip is. Thank you very much. Thank you. Also, women and women. Yeah, men and men. Oh, yeah. Sex is normal. Yeah, exactly. Sex. Would you ever talk about? No, I don't think I could. I think I'd be so jealous. I'm so I'm such a jealous like overthinker. So I could never. Maybe with like touched her for longer than me. Yeah, maybe with like two strangers because I never seen. Would you rather have a threesome with like someone you know or someone you don't know? Someone you someone you don't know. Definitely not someone you know. Yeah, literally, I'm the same. Yeah. It yeah. could ruin everything. Um, but anyway, we will still talk about sex because we feel like sex isn't spoken about enough from a woman's point of view. Um, I'm not being like I'm not creating a stigma by talking about a stigma, but it is common knowledge that men openly talk about it and uh, not shamed for talking about yeah. it like women can. But so, we are. But we're talking about it. This is the open space to talk about it. So even though this is the sex, all things sex episode, doesn't mean that you can't ask us questions in the future about sexual experiences sexual health and we won't answer them we will answer them this is a safe space for us to talk about these taboo subjects which shouldn't even be taboo subjects um but yeah thank you so much for coming along to season two we're so excited of the waiting room we're so excited for this new sort of seasons new adventure things are a bit different over here yeah and thank you for just sticking with us for a few weeks while we've kind of just figured things out yeah this um, is all new to us. Like, so I think I think it's still like a new, fresh thing. We're still like learning our ways. And I think We're over learning. time, over time, it, you'll just see like a big, like everything will get better. My, cam- my camera will get better. We'll start uploading on YouTube. Like there'll be so many yeah. different changes as we go along. Like, and we- now it's just the two of us. And we see each other or we're planning to see each other a lot more. Yes. Because we're besties. So you'll, you'll be having episodes where we're both there together, together. in the same room. Which I'm literally so excited for. Yeah, buzzing. Um, We literally see each other this month. Yeah, I know. So we first, for 20, a bit of context. Tw- 19 days. For a bit of context, after, what was it? 10 months of 10 months. chatting and FaceTiming and all that fun stuff. Um, Through this lovely community, Um, we obviously met each other. We and met. we actually fully met each other face to face last weekend um on and it was the best weekend it was the best weekend ever and that was and we realized we're literally the same person we literally are so like um, it's crazy so here's to matching tats toast and their pack and sex and sex <laughs> go go do some self-love girl but yeah we love you thank you so much for tuning in this week we hope you loved our first episode of our new season and we look forward to making many many more and for you guys to be even more included in this nice safe space for everyone nice space, space. um have a good week we'll see you next week see same next time week. same place our next week our episode is going to be about it's about self-care positivity because I've recently made quite a few posts on my endo account about how the community, I feel like it's getting a bit toxic. Yeah, Everyone's is, kind yeah. of competing with each other. And I was literally so shocked at how many people felt the same. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Because I thought it was just a me thing, but it wasn't. Yeah. Everyone felt the same. So here's to just making this community what we know and love. Yeah, because so it wasn't, it wasn't like this keep an when... eye out. 
it wasn't like this when we met so I think like we want it to get back no. to that stage of like how, how it was when yeah. we met like we're just going to be talking about things we're proud of things you should be proud of our self-love like what we do to like pr- like preach self-love and how we look after ourselves when 100%. we need it the most and also just like our journeys of like being in a bad place to a good place like which yeah. all things all things positive like how we manage to then, get ourselves out of shitty situations where we feel rubbish yeah so keep an eye out on our instagram because we have a few like little trendy ideas that we want to kind of introduce onto the gyne waiting room instagram our own personal um endo instagram mm-hmm. so if you're not following grace she's grace versus endo and mm-hmm. i'm bri versus endo so easy to remember they're quite easy to remember they literally fit along i did yeah. not copy grace's instagram name <laughs> You're such a copycat. I, I definitely did. If you want to be involved in the next episode about something that you've been proud of, something that has happened recently that has just lightened up your day or your week yeah. or your month, even if it's something that you think is so minor, like something that's just made you smile, send us a little voice. We note want to know your and, big wins, your yeah, small wins exactly. of the day. Like honestly, just message us on Instagram. We are constantly on the Gyne waiting room Instagram. Yeah. Like I think I spend more time on the Gyne waiting room Instagram than I do my own. Like literally, We're I love there. the community that we've got over there. Yeah, we're we're just we just want to make a good a good inclusive space where everyone feels comfortable and that nothing's competition and that everyone can just chat with each other and just feel comfortable. So yeah, we love you guys. Thank you so much for everything, all the support. Thank and you so much. We will see you next week with love our you. lovely positive episode. Bye guys. Love you. Bye. Love you. Peace out. Peace out.